In the end of the parsha, we have the halacha, what's called Meiser Behema, that when a person has sheep, cattle, he needs to count off every tenth animal, and counts off number one, two, three, etc., gets to number ten, and he says, this is Asiri, this is number ten, and that automatically is now holy, and needs to be brought as a carbon to Hashem. If a person made a mistake, the halacha is, that he called, let's say, the number nine, he called it number ten, or he called number 11, number 10, that too is considered holy. Now, regarding the holiness of this one, let's say number 11, that became holy, we have a machloikas and a mishnah between Reb Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. To what extent it is holy? And Reb Meir holds that this 11th one is brought as a carbon shlamim, and not only it itself is brought as a carbon, but if a person went ahead and then said, that instead of this one, I want a different animal to be holy, which is known in all over Mishnah, it's known as the concept of Tmura, then that next one is also considered holy. Rabbi Yehuda argues on this, and says, what are you talking about? Could one Tmura make another Tmura? In other words, what he's saying is, the 11th one is already not the proper Kedusha of number 10, it's already like an exchange. How could this one go ahead, and go and make another one? Into a, into a holy carbon. So the Mishnah goes on to say that Reb Meir argued back, Omru Mishum Reb Meir, was said in the name of Reb Meir, well, if you think the 11th one isn't properly holy, so to speak, how could it be brought on the Mizbeach? How would it itself be brought on the Mizbeach? So in other words, he's saying from the fact that it is brought on the Mizbeach, it definitely has the full Kedusha of the 10th. Now, what is the Svaro, what is the actual reason for this argument between Reb Meir and Reb Yehuda? So the Rebbe says, we can explain it in the following way, that according to Rabbi Yehuda, he is saying that the Kedusha of number 10 is sort of just extending a little bit further to number 11, or to number 9. But because it's the Kedusha of number 10 that's sort of just moving over a little bit, it does not have the power to then go even further to take that carbon and exchange it and say that that carbon should now be able to carry over the Kedusha if you wanted to exchange number 11 for a regular ordinary animal, that would definitely not become holy. On the other hand, what is Reb Meir's opinion? Reb Meir's opinion is no, it's not that the Kedusha of number 10 moved over a little bit and extended a little bit further out to the ones next to it as well. Rather, there's an essential Kedusha that the Torah said, if you call, we learn it out from the Apostle, that if you learn out, that if you call the 11th one, number 10, so then automatically that got the full Kedusha of number 10. However, of course, the Rebbe wants to understand what is the reason for this. What is the reason for this idea that there's this Machloikas, whether it's only the Kedusha coming to that which is closest to it, and it's just extending a little bit further, or are we saying that it's actually an essential Kedusha? So the Rebbe brings what the Gemara says to explain Rabbi Yehuda. He says that the Gemara uses the expression that just like the tenth is Samuch, it's closest, so to speak, to itself, so the Kedusha is also only going to go to the things closest to itself, but not further down. Where again, Reb Meir is trying to say, well, then that one itself shouldn't have been brought of as a carbon if it's only a tamura, if it's only an exchange. In order to understand all of this, what's Reb, why is Reb Meir insisting that it's the actual essential Kedusha? And in what way is he arguing with Rabbi Yehuda? So in order to explain this, the Rebbe brings a very interesting Gemara with a story. 
that based on a certain incident where Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Nossin felt that Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel shouldn't have acted in a particular way, they wanted to remove Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel from being the Nossi and by, the, by the Sanhedrin, by the Yidden. And what was their way of trying to get rid of him, so to speak? They said, we're going to ask him questions tomorrow in the dinim of Masech to Uktsim. Dinim in, 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 in a Seder Tarois, all the way at the end, as we know, very, very complicated halachos. They said, he won't, know the, he won't know how to tell it to us, and if that's the case, we're going to quote to him a pasuk, Hashem, who is the one that could go and praise Hashem and lead the Yidden and so on, only only someone that knows it all. Well, the Gemara goes on to say that that night Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel learnt Masech to Uktsin, and the following day when they wanted to test him, so to speak, he was able to get involved in everything and answer everything and explain everything. When it was found out that Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Nassim were sort of behind this little uh, incident, so there was a knas, a penalty that was put on them, that we're not going to be calling them by their names. Rabbi Meir is going to be referred to as Acherim, and Rabbi Nason is going to be referred to as Yesh Oimrim. Then the Gemara goes on and says, Rebbe, who was the son of Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel actually, was teaching his son Rabbi Shimon the Mishnah we were speaking about before. And he quoted it in the following way, Acherim Oimrim. Some others say, regarding again that tenth animal, and he said, if it would have been just an exchange, just a tomorrow, we would have never been bringing it on the Mizbeach. His son said to him, who are these people that were drinking their waters, were quoting their Torah, were not even mentioning their names? So he says, ah, these are people that wanted to uproot your honor and your family's honor. Again, Rabbi Shimon ben Gabriel was the grandfather of this Rabbi Shimon and the father of Rebbe. So Rabbi Shimon says, it quotes a posseg, gam avosom, gam sinosom, gam kinosom, kvar ovda, the hate, the, the jealousy is all over. And Rebbe goes ahead and teaches the Mishnah again. And he says, Amru Mishum Rab Meir. Instead of saying Achirim, he said it was said in the name of Rab Meir that if the tenth one would have, if the eleventh one, excuse me, would have been just a tomorrow, we would have never been bringing it on the Mizbeach. Then the Gemara goes on with another Machloikas and says the following Rab Shimon ben Gamliel and the Rabbonon, again, keeping in mind Rab Shimon ben Gamliel is the same person we mentioned before who they wanted to get rid of, so to speak. So they had a Machloikas. They had a machloikas regarding which is a better quality in Talmidic Chachamim. Someone called Sinai, someone that is fluent in all of the halachas, like given from Har Sinai, or someone that's oiker harim, someone that uproots the mountains, that's able to say the deepest kind of arguments and logic, etc. So the Rebbe says that they came to the decision that Sinai is better, etc. That the one who knows all the halachas is better. What is the connection between this particular machloikas to what was going on before. So the Rebbe says, based on a sefer called Be'er Sheva, but without going into all the details of the way that sefer says it, and the questions the Rebbe asks, because the Rebbe then changes it around a little bit, but the point the Rebbe makes is that based on what it says in that sefer, the ma- but again, the Rebbe changing it slightly, the machloikas goes in the following way. Reb Shimon ben Gamliel, he was very, very deep in the halachis. He was able to, sorry, excuse me, Reb Shimon ben Gamliel, that way I started saying is what the Be'er Sheva says, but again, the Rebbe turns it around. Reb Shimon ben Gamliel was the one that was very, very fluent in all of the halachis. Reb Meir and Reb Noson, who wanted to get rid of him, so to speak, they were saying that Reb Meir, very, very nice, you know, all the halachis, but you're not going to be as deep as us, and we'll be able to ask you deep questions you won't be able to answer. 
based on that same argument, comes the next argument in the Gemara between these same people. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel is of the opinion that Sinai is greater. In other words, knowing all the halachis is greater, we're there of the opinion that no, you have to be able to analyze things very, very deeply, etc. And that's actually why they chose Masechta Uktsin, which is a very complicated Masechta, etc. Says the Rebbe, this general machloikas, which one is greater, Sinai or Oiker Harim, being fluent or really going very deeply into the halachis, is really based on the say, uh, famous machloikas. What's greater, quality or quantity? In other words, when you have one versus the other one, is going to have much more quality. The other one doesn't have as much quality, but it has more quantity. Which one is going to be cr- greater? So that's exactly the same question over here. Knowing a lot of halachos, which is more of a matter of quantity, is that greater? Or is quality greater? Going deeper and deeper into the halachos, is that greater? Says the Rebbe, based on this, we can understand why the mayor specifically is called acherim, because he is of the opinion that... Quality is greater, going deeper into the halachis is greater, even if you're not as fluent. They call him achedim, meaning he's in a totally, totally different category. And Rab Nason is referred to as yesh oimrim, which doesn't emphasize as much as a different category, but he's also of a different kind of shita. In other words, slightly also deeper than the rest, but not as much as Rab Meir. Says the Rebbe, now we could also understand what Rebbe Meir is saying regarding the dinim of Meiser and the 11th one of being brought under Mizbeach, and that that is his proof that it has the full Kedusha. This is exactly the same point of a machloikas of quality versus quantity. Rabbi Yehuda is saying that it's a matter of quantity, meaning to say the Kedusha is the tenth one. It moves slightly to the sides, to number nine and to number eleven, if you made that mistake. But no more than that. It's not going to move further because the, the further you move away, then obviously you're losing in the quantity. Every single number is further away. What's Reb Meir saying? Reb Meir is saying we go by quality. And therefore, what is his argument? He says, if number 11 wouldn't have been really proper, the same quality as number 10, we would never be bringing it on the Mizbeach. So in other words, as far as quality is concerned, it has the full quality of number 10 and, and not just an extension of number 10. Says the Rebbe, so now let's go back to the story of Rebbe telling his son. Reb Shimon, about this Mishnah, and why he specifically has to specify what the Machloikas was about. That was in the Din of Tamura, because when he is teaching his son, and he's trying to focus on this idea of quality versus quantity, which was the whole background to the argument originally also between Reb Shimon ben Gamliel and those that wanted to get rid of him, Reb Meir, who wanted to say that quality, that, that, who Reb Meir, who wanted to say that quantity itself is not enough, he brings it out with this Mishnah, and how does he quote Rab Meir? By saying Acherim, because that's exactly the point. Who is Rab Meir? Rab Meir is someone Acherim, someone different. In other words, he's in a different category. He is one that focuses on the concept of quality versus quantity. Nevertheless, his son came along to him and told him that, you know, all of that is all in the past. That all of this jealousy or whatever it is is all in the past. So he repeats it again and says that in the name of Rab Meir it was said that um, if the 11th one would have been, uh, wouldn't have had the Kedusha, it wouldn't have been brought on the Mizbeach. So the Mishnah goes on to say that Rabbi Yehudin, Rabbi Meir, but had it, had it equated, he said, Amru Mishum Rabbi Meir, a little bit different than the usual Rabbi Meir, because at the end of the day, he still wanted to take away some of the honor of the family of Rabbi and Rabbi Shimon. And therefore, the Rebbe says, now we can also understand why in most places Rabbi Meir is quoted by name. It's only in those places 
where the machloikas is going to be related directly to this point. The idea of quality versus quantity, which is the em- which is emphasized by the name of Achedim, that's where he will be called by that name, as, to, as opposed to all other places where he will be called by the name of Rameir.